working, working all the time. Yeah. Uh, They're like dancing all around the house. Yeah, just I love that. Was a good movie. Yeah. All right. But enough about that. Welcome to Anime on the Rocks. My name is Grim, and joining me today is Ryan. He was not going to be here today, sadly. And uh, it looks like he's going to be taking a step back from the show in general. Just want to get that out of the way real quick. Um, so you might not hear from him for quite a while. Uh, but yeah, this is our year-end episode. And join me is Jeff. Hola. Alfonso. Hello. And me, Grim. Welcome to the show. Welcome. It's right, been a bye. while. It's been a long time. It has been a while. I feel bad to everybody who is waiting Biting their nails, waiting for us to make a reappearance. For I'm our, so sorry. Yeah, for our terrible, terrible opinions and everything. I know they've been waiting so patiently for they've this. They've been waiting to hear our terrible opinions. But yeah, this is our New Year's episode. This is the one that we typically do at the end of December, but since we've all been so busy, we just haven't been able to get around to it. I'm glad we can now, though. Now it's the beginning of February, and that's close enough for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, really this never. is this is literally the worst thing you have ever told us to do. I mean, it wasn't originally my idea. You can thank Jeff for this. That's but true. It was this is idea. literally the worst idea that you have ever told us to do. The worst idea being we're going to not only because it was the end of the year, it's also the end of the decade. So we'll be talking about our favorite anime of Fuck. the decade. <laughs> yes. Alfonso's having some trouble making his choices. Little did I know that this decade actually has a lot of incredible shows, just really good shows that have deeply like nestled themselves into my favorites. I completely agree. I'm going to be honest, it's no 90s. <laughs> But it is, it's probably... It's still pretty damn it's, good. It's up there. It's, it's up still there. pretty damn good. Like, one year after another, especially, like, from the years, like, 2013, I think, to, like, 2016, or, like, some of some the of best the years of anime that I've seen that I remember, anyway, from quite a while. But, yeah, we're going to be going over our animes of the year for 2019, uh, what our favorites were, and then we're going to be talking about our favorites from the decade, the anime that we feel deserves a mention and a shout-out from these last 10 years of our lives. And yeah. to put it bluntly, as Alfonso so eloquently put, fuck! It's fucking difficult. Very difficult. There is at least, I think, 20 shows on my list that I've tried to narrow down, and it hasn't been easy, I'm gonna be honest. But I'm really excited to hear what you guys are, what your uh, picks are, and I'm really excited to hear what your picks from this year are. But I do want to talk a little bit about something uh, first off. Saggy old lady titties? No, not that yet. That's oh. later. That's that's when the mics are off. Don't that's worry a, about that's that. That's a private conversation. Yeah, it's a private conversation. Anyway, as I was looking through the anime from 2010 to now, uh, 2019, well, those two time periods between those, uh, I noticed a, a declination of quality of shows, to be quite honest. Like, ever since 2017, I believe, I looked at the list of, like, top 20 shows or top 35 shows or whatever of 2018, 2019, and I think, like, of 2017 a little bit. And I noticed that less and less every year there were shows that really spoke to me, that really grabbed me, that I wanted to watch or I wanted to see. And I can't tell if that's because I'm getting older or if that's just because the quality of shows that I'm looking at are worse. Like, Okay, I kind of feel you on that one, like, that's what it's been like for a few years for me, that I just don't have the hard-hitting super favorites that have, you know, that have become obsessions for me in the past. Mm -hmm. But there have been a couple of shows like that this year, so... Yes, I will... Been... I agree that there has been a few shows this year that have really brought me back into the anime fold. Exactly. 
because yeah. it's, it's been difficult for me. I'll be honest. It's been difficult for me to watch anime because a lot of the shows that are on now just don't interest me like as much as they used to. And I still love anime. I still love watching it. I'll watch old shows all day. And oh, some of the new shows are even great. Like we're going to be talking about that a little bit later. But like there's been so much good other TV like Western TV. Yes. Like Netflix original series. Bojack HBO original. Horseman, Mr. Bojack Horseman. Mr. Robot. Ugh, the good place. Mr. Robot. Yeah. The Good Place. The Witcher. The Witcher. The Witcher. Chern- Shout out to The Witcher. Chernobyl. <laughs> of surprise. So everything uh, goes uh, Everything shit. gets fucked. Everything gets fucked. Toss mm. a coin to your Witcher. Hmm. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Love that quote. Like Chernobyl, has you could been probably fantastic. pull uh, off Chernobyl. a good Geralt Watchman. I have my complaints about Chernobyl, but it's overall great. Yeah, it's a great piece of. I don't. I don't see it as like biographical or like nonfiction. I think it's like really great. It's a great piece fiction. of television. Yeah, like it's great, great show. Chernobyl. Yeah, oh. I showed. I'm pretty sure I showed you. Chernobyl. You showed me like the first episode and or episode and a half or two episodes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So the point being, I suppose anime has to be that much better to work its way into such a crowded viewing schedule but i think this year in particular there have been some really good shows that have made the cut for Fucking me hey yeah i mean like as a, as adults and we get older we get less time to dedicate our dedicate our attention to consuming media so anime right. really has to work a little bit harder to get its way in there i mean it's been it's i'm glad i started watching my hero academia and that's great that's i'm enjoying it so far it's hard for me to slip into shonen mode but um, I'm looking forward to the next 76 episodes that are 76. that are out now. Yeah, it's uh, that's definitely a big one. That's one of the the ones I hear mentioned the most these days. Yeah, but uh, put every all that aside. We are here today to talk about our animes of 2019. The ones we are gathered here today, yeah. brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. <laughs> so, uh, which of you would like to go first? <clears throat> Uh, well, I'll I'll start off. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Fi- yeah, I'll, you've been quiet for a little while. Let's hear what you guys say. I like he's frantically trying to decide his it best is, anime of the decade. It is literally the fucking worst thing ever. Yeah, you you've been having a rough time over there. I see you like You're anxiously sweating. looking at your phone. I scrolling I, I, furiously. I, I, I feel like I'm on the verge of like a panic attack right now because of how many options there are, and I'm like, I don't need these many options. All I need is like two things, and apparently, anime is just way too much. In like, I don't know. Anyway. So to roll back on what you were saying, one of my favorite shows of this year is My Hero Academia. And yeah, this, there it is. And yeah, there it is. Yeah. All right. Shonen. Woo. Whoop the fucking do. No one's fucking nothing, putting you down. I don't. Th- wrong no, no, no. That. I know. I know. But it's just it's 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 like the show of this. I guess this year or of the of like the season. Well, you know, this flavor of the week. I did not anticipate this show to be as good as it is in its fourth season and from the first season comparative to uh from the first season uh to the fourth season it just gets better every season has had had its hook and made you really want to stick with it and season one had sort of like the beginning stories of your generic shonen show you got you got this kid and he's like Oh, this is, uh, I'm so weak, and you know you have the hero who's just like, oh, I'm so strong, and then you got like they all sound like old men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they all do. Yeah, and and then uh, and then typical something ma- typical anime protagonist. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then something happens, and and the kid, and then and then you got your protagonist who's like, oh my god, I need to get stronger, 
And then the hero is like, uh, I all help. of them are also suffering from tuberculosis too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it really, I think the first season is a severe understatement of what the show shows potential in the future. And it really, like, looking back at it, I thought first season was amazing when I first saw it. And looking now, I'm like, damn, this season's a piece of shit compared to the fourth season. And the fourth season has some hooks. It's in you. Like, oh, man, tugging at them heartstrings. Like, fucking good. Fight scenes, feelings, dialogue. Uh, it doesn't feel generic. It doesn't feel like a cookie cutter, like, like shonen show. Where I was really worried about that for a long time. I'm really happy to hear that's not the case. Yeah, like, well, there's a part where something happens and you need and, and, this, and the main character needs to be stronger but he can't and it is such an oppressive feeling to want to help but can't mm. and the only way the only way he can get of a certain power level is by literally damaging his own body because the power that he has cannot be contained by the body that he has so whenever he tries to do something, he'll either break an arm, he'll break a finger, or he'll lose mobility in both his legs. He'll, it's such an extreme. So it's, so it's like there are actual consequences to using your ability. And they explain the abilities like they call them quirks. Uh, quirks. Um, so when they explain it, they're like, using your quirks is like using a muscle. The more you use it, the more it gets stronger. But you need to give it time to recover. But if you put too much load on that ability, then it ends up damaging your body. And everybody has a side effect of using their ability too intensely or way too much. And I think, I think that is a very good representation of the world because it keeps it grounded. Not everybody's like flying around doing these things with like unlimited power. And it continues to show that from season one to season four. It's four and oh man, four is just—it blew my pants off. It, it literally, like, I—I I thought I had pants, and then it was gone. And I'm like, what happened? And then there are just stains everywhere. And I'm just like, oh man, now I got to clean up. It's so good. So that's that's one for me. One for you. All right. All right. Duly noted. Mm-hmm. My Hero Academia take first spot for Alfonso. Damn right. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll throw one of mine out there. Um, I want to say that. One show that I've watched this year has really, like, basically has come up into, like, my top five of all time. And that show is uh, Dororo. Dororo has shown up on a bunch of the best anime yeah, like, of the year list. I, that, that, that is I'm a very at. good show. I, I, I ha- have not finished it, but it is a very good show. I have to say that this show, I wasn't really expecting a whole lot. I heard about the show earlier in the year, around June, and it's a show about a a man who has lost parts of his body due to demons um, taking them. And he, the show deals so much with like parental drama and like dealing with issues. Like the, the main character is on a mission to claim back pieces of his body that his dad sacrificed for him. Like when he was young, that he had no choice in it. And now he has to live with the consequences his father wrought upon him. And it's this great dichotomy between the the man who's the our protagonist who's on a journey on getting his body back because it's his it's his property because the body's like the only thing that's essentially yours at birth and he was violated by his father stealing all this from him like in order to for personal gain like 
His father used his son for personal gain, and now the son is on a a vengeance pact to get his body back. And it's this really old kind of like Showa Showa era, I want to say kind of like samurai revenge plot to it. And it's got this really good supernatural feel to it where things are not always all evil. It's a very grayscale like demons. Like not, not all demons are evil. Some of them are good in some ways and some of them are not. Or that the supernatural element to this show, it's hard to understand because things in life are not as black and white as we think. And considering that this show, for the majority of the show, um, our main characters in talk, that we have a young boy uh, following him around, basically being his voice as a traveling companion to the outside world, um, is wonderful. Every character in the show is wonderfully made and wonderfully fulfilled and colorful and interesting. And there are certain parts where you love both the villains and the heroes so much that you're scared to see one die. And you're, you're, you invest yourself in seeing this horrible thing that happened to this person come to an end. And at the same time, you're also cheering and hoping that everyone comes out okay because you feel for everyone in this show. It's so important to you how everyone, like, how this story ends. And I can't say enough how much I love this show. The, the, the opening is amazing. Probably one of the best I've ever heard. The story's incredible and enthralling and the characters are amazing and the sword fighting as well as the fighting scenes in this show are some of the greatest I've seen in a long long time and uh unique as well because you know there's typical anime fighting where it's really flashy but you really get a visceral feel of what happens in a war-torn Japan and following a man who's on a supernatural vengeance pact to claim his body uh so that's Dororo and uh I would highly recommend it to anyone. So that's mine. Is that your number one of the year? I don't really have a number one. They're all pretty equal up there. I would say Dororo is definitely one of my favorites of all time, though. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'll probably start with my runner-up, since you know we got a couple going around. I yeah, want to sure. save the best for last. My runner-up would probably be Vinland Saga. Great manga. Great, great show. Historical anime. Um, you don't see a whole lot of those around, honestly. Like historical anime is not not too common of a genre, especially one that takes place in like northern Europe. Exactly, the ones you do see tends to be number one. They tend to be heavily fantasy driven. You know, looks at ancient Japan or feudal Japan. But I don't recall really having seen one that takes place in a historical. Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Vinland Saga takes a look at uh, Norse mythology and Norse history as far as, um, you know, it focuses on Thorfinn and Floki and talks a bit about the discovery of America. And the king of Denmark, of all things. King like, of fucking Denmark. Like, that's like a central plot point. I've never thought that'd ever be a central plot point to in anything a, in like In an the anime, king, right? Yeah, the king of Denmark in, like, v- the Viking era of Europe. Yeah, and so it deals a lot with the uh, the Norsemen's history and their stories and their heritage and you know trying to eke out a life for themselves. Their internal their internal struggles and battles deals with tough questions about slavery and that kind of thing and defending. You know, there's the episode where uh, where the in the village they defend this escaped slave when the uh, the slave trader comes to take him back, um, and just it deals with a lot of tough topics but also in a really interesting way it really keeps you engaged and just got great storytelling and it's just a really unique look at something that anime does not normally take a look at so that's probably my runner-up for 
for best anime this year. So I was really impressed by Vinland Saga when I was watching it because I know anime loves to dress up weaponry a lot, yeah. like swords and all that. That's like sword porn is like number one thing in anime or just like axe porn or weapon porn in general. But in Vinland Saga, they keep the weapons very simple, which is kind of like very like almost realistic. There's a lot of realism to the weapons that they that the characters hold. They look like real era like daggers or real era like vikings like they're not shabbily made but they're simple and it's just steel and wood simple and effective yeah, yeah that's uh, that's another thing i was gonna mention about it as well is uh the author of the original manga and this kind of carried over to the anime as well did a lot of research as far as historical accuracy goes on the you know the types of ships they had the weaponry they had even their fighting styles that kind of thing mm-hmm. it was all much more much more closely researched than you might expect uh, for an anime of all things to be of all so things. um yeah that's just another point in its favor should it's be on the very... history channel yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it would be more history related than a lot of the shit they got on like, there. yeah no offense to ancient aliens yeah guy. no no offense ancient aliens we know you're there but but history though. just let vinland saga just slip in just a little bit <laughs> slip, slip it in just, just a little time bit. just slip a little vinland saga in between just, the conspiracy just, theories just slip yeah. it right in there Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely got to recommend Vinland Saga if you're looking for something that you're not going to see in a lot of anime. I gotcha. Uh, and enjoy some great storytelling. Fuck yeah. Got right, another one for us, Alfonso? Yeah, you got another one for us? I, I do, I do. I'm just trying to find the English title of it because I am not going to pronounce oh, this. come on, man. Let's hear you. I want to hear you Butcher. speak Japanese. I'm naughty. I mean, no. like that. I was gonna be like, "Is that it?" Is that, yeah, I was like, "Is that easy. like no?" <laughs> what were no, you no. so scared about, no, man? <laughs> I can't do it. I can't pronounce it. Oh, I am wow. gonna make an absolute fool fool of myself. I, you absolute fool cool of yourself. So, so I I actually came across this show uh, fairly late in the season. This season for me, I, I either neglected to watch a lot of shows or I didn't have the time to watch a lot of shows. Also, a lot of them didn't really catch my interest like some other seasons did but this one was sort of like a diamond out of nowhere really and you just got fucking beamed with a diamond walking down the street you just fucking hit you in the face right in the face Bam. yeah oh fuck a diamond yeah no it was it was it was really surprising so it's it's called orisuki are you the only one who loves me <laughs> yes yes i know the show this this show has is is so is so twisty and plotty and schemy and in in like I love all these adjectives. It's Keep going. Uh, it's so it's so good. So so he put me on this show. I'm just gonna say this before like interrupting you. It's basically House of Cards, but high school drama. Oh wow. Yeah, like, like I want like, to be the head of the student council. It's like type uh, shit. yeah, there's like uh, what do you call it? Like almost like psychopaths, almost in a way. <laughs> like oh, who are like uh, manipulating people into doing shit. Oh boy. Like it's pretty. It's really good. Sorry, continue. No, no, it's fine. And well, what really caught me in this show was. The sociopath. That's what the word I was looking for. Continue. Oh, (laughs) what really caught me in the show was the comedy of it all, and I think the show is absolutely hilarious. And there's there's an additional character that everybody neglects to give credit to, and it's the bench. It's the what? And it's the bench. Oh yeah. (laughs) And nobody. Fucking bench. And and it's like I don't I don't want to say it because it's just it's so a part of this long running joke that's in the show. And so essentially just to give you a little bit of something, because I think you should experience it all for yourself. You are following a character who essentially believes himself to be the main character 
but in reality, he is a background character. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes I feel like that's how my life is going. Yeah, and and I would wonder agree. Who the ma- who, wonder who, who the MC is, is of our world, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, who's, it's, who's the MC? It's really who's weird. So, uh, Joro is the main character's like nickname. I don't, I don't know. I don't know his full full name. The main character know. or the background character. The background. The character we're the, following. The ba- they're, ah, they're okay. fucking. Thank you. you fucking nailed it. I was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. You put you, a tough question. you put me on the spot, and right. I was I panicked. Just like just like. So, what do you think happens when you die? <laughs> <laughs> um, All the pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure. So Joro is actually um, really interesting as a character to follow and to listen to um, because he is essentially very two-faced. And the way the world sort of how he reacts and engages with the world is with a very aggressive mentality, but it's all a part of a bigger plan. So in reality, people are perceiving him to be this sort of like nice guy. But it was like all a plan that he had from when he was like a kid or something like that. All according to Keika. Yeah. <laughs> but another, th- another thing is like they all have nicknames and they're easy to remember and I love them. And all of the characters are still super unique. And the art style is super unique too. Like it's, it's, very, it's very, very pretty. And um, yeah, I don't know. That's just I, – I, I can't say more than that. Yeah, I know. Like the, the show takes – there's a bunch of twists in the show. Where things are happening, but they're not quite happening the way you think they are. And then there's like, you think people have like, oh, that person wants to do this. But it's fucking not. Like, it's a lot of manipulation and a lot of like sociopaths basically playing games with each other, shifting people and like moving people into doing things. And like, but but, lots of gotcha moments, which are really good. But but the the thing is, is that Grimm makes it like it, it sounds like a really dark show. It isn't. It is not at all. It's like it's really like. It's almost like if I was trying to manipulate Alfonso into doing something for someone else, and like that, and my end goal was getting them ice cream. <laughs> right. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, that, yeah, like <laughs> it's 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 so like sc- that was your evil plot. The whole yeah, like time. that. But it's like I'm like shifting. I'm I'm like looking around the corner. And it's like you better fucking do what you promised. Yeah, and then, like I fade <laughs> back behind the, and then someone gets an ice cream. I'm like, fuck yeah, I did it exactly. <laughs> So so it's 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 so it's so good and I think I highly recommend anybody to watch it. There's lots of good like telenovela moments too kind of. Yeah. 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 A, lot, a little bit of soap operaness going on, but I love it. I love it so much. But you know, so good. Couch, uh, but the but the bench is number one waifu. The bench is really good. Number one waifu the of the year. The bench is really funny. After a few episodes you're like Where's that bench at? <laughs> you're just looking for it now. Yeah, you're just looking like for you're the waiting bench. for that other moment where it's just the like shoot drop. Because <laughs> it's a comedy show too. That's one thing we should say. It's a it's a really big comedy. Yes, it it, it relies very heavily on the comedy, and the comedy is what also quite good. Yeah, it's very good, and it gives it its charm. Okay. Um, <sighs> my next one is going to be Promised Neverland. Now I gotta find another one. Promised Neverland is the other anime of note for me of 2019 i have to say i've never been more stressed out in my life with a show as promised neverland where i was really invested and really scared what was going to happen to these kids running around so the show revolves around a group of kids in a boarding house in the middle of a forest like area that and as they explore the outer boundaries of where they are a lot of things come to 
um, into light that their world is not what they suspect it is. In fact, there is... You did mention this once on the show, I believe. I did, and Jeff did as well. We actually did a whole episode on this. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, I personally love this show. It has left a scar upon my mind of always like... There's a show that comes along every now and then that makes you remember what stress feels like. And this <laughs> is that show for me. This is like if I ever want to like feel stressed out in like a good way and see things kind of turn out. Like I know this show is tense enough and suspenseful enough to always keep me like invested in what is happening. I hang on every word that's said, every movement that these characters do. And it's honestly incredibly rewarding and really enjoyable to watch. Um, Promise Neverland. Very good show. Yes. I have to give it a watch. Well, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to wait to give it a watch because it's, it sounds like, an anxiety attack waiting to happen. It is. It, it's 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 suspenseful as like Mission Impossible is suspenseful, but like more uh, cerebral and less yes. Tom Cruise. Yes, cerebral uh, and. Could you imagine ways. Tom Cruise in anime form? I mean, like that's I don't like really he, want I think to. Tom Cruise <laughs> is trying to be a shonen character in general. Is oh, what yeah. he's trying to be. But um, also in Promise Neverland, the main characters are very very young, so you always feel they're very vulnerable. Like they're not physically fit, they're not fighters. They have to think out, they have to outthink their environment as well as their enemies in order to beat them. This isn't a fighting show. It's all about chess moves, and it's exactly. really, really good. So, uh, about my favorite anime, I can't imagine what it could be. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. No, my favorite anime of the series, Bar None, Promise Neverland. It was oh. something incredible. It, yeah, it's that's one of that's the only anime release probably in the last years that comes close to my anime an anime of the decade for me mm-hmm. it's just it's it's so different and it's really dark but also it includes that same kind of cat and mouse game that i absolutely love in some of my favorite shows you know like death note or code yes it's got that whole you know trying to outsmart someone trying to to think out think around them uh trying to set up your moves and plan but also has this whole element of you're solving the mystery of what is going on in the outside world. What are these, you know, what, without getting into it too much, what is going on in the outside world? Because it, um, it like drips feeds, it drip feeds you pieces for you to put yes. together yourself. And these kids are just as curious as you are. So they're working toward the same answers that you want as they want. You find out alongside them what is going on. Mm-hmm. And as they, as they use their smarts, because they're the, they're the smartest kids in this in this orphanage. They're incredibly intelligent, and they have to use every bit of their wits to survive and stay ahead of their enemies. They have to use their brains. Yes, they right. have to use the their brains. The big meat stack in the headspace. Yeah, good. Just talk. Just good. talk like normal people, that's, Alfonso. Just talk that's like normal. Strangely, Just... strangely um, relevant to the show as well. It is a little bit. But uh, it's a very dark show. That's not without its lighter moments. Um, it kind of oscillates between just like the deepest darkness, just like horror, straight up horror anime. Mm-hmm. Between that and almost like a like a shonen happy, like like I've got the power of friendship on my side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's yeah, it's very unique and one of my favorite shows. Probably one of my. It would be in my top five favorite shows of the decade but we didn't do top five yeah we haven't done that we did not do top five nope so anyway that's that's my favorite anime of the year go watch it watch listen to our episode on it if you have watched it for us to to get into some greater detail about what it's about 
Mm-hmm. You definitely should watch it. Give yes. it a chance at least. It yeah. will put its hooks on you. Got anything else for us, Alfonso? Or yeah, do you... you have anything else? I got, uh, wait, so that was two. So this is the third one. Yeah. All right, so my last one of this. Yeah, typically three comes after two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to be sure we're clear on that. This... You okay over there? Isekai Quartet. He was just trying to figure out the Japanese. Of course. No. Just like, <laughs> I was. I was actually. I was actually, it, I was it, actually I, practicing is for it minutes. Isekai? Is it? <laughs> isekai? Is it? I've been saying it in my head for the past like four minutes now, and I was like, I got this. Isekai Quartet. Look at you. I got this. Proud of uh, you. Look uh, at you. Uh, Good job. Uh, Good job, uh, man. So, so I, I just. It's all of all of all of the good stuff from from like you know the isekai genre where it's like just know. really isekai's really well yeah like does a quartet <laughs> equally as well though i i don't know if you're making fun of me or I not i am making okay. fun of you all yes. right <laughs> fuck off you bitch so so it's it's um so you have uh you have characters from tanya the evil konosuba uh overlord and there's one more re-zero, re-zero. And re zero. Oh, re zero. And it's it's literally only like ten to fifteen minutes, maybe even less. Uh, and uh, it's it's uh, it's hilarious. It's the best best shit I've seen so far. And I it's I'm a fanboy, and I guess I really enjoy it. Not to mention, the second season also includes characters from Shield Hero, so I'm sold. <laughs> and it's like it's a season two. Like how it it's so cutesy in its art and it's fun and it's all laughy laughy and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And I'm like, if I want to be happy, that's a show I'm gonna fucking watch. I agree. I agree with that. And and it was, yeah, it's like literally when when I found out when we found out yeah. that it was available, like second season was available. As soon as we found out it was available, we watched everything that was available. The moment, that moment, right there, boom, done. Consider it done. It was kind of like Oremo second season for like. <laughs> Literally raced up the stairs to see the second season. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why did you fucking tell me? <laughs> Ran up those goddamn stairs. I was like, you didn't know? You just, uh, was right there. Yeah. And you were like, Nyaw. gone. I got to see the second season. Funny enough, funny story about that. The season premiere or the season finale, the, like, the final finale of Orimo, I sat in uh, a place that I just moved out of because my internet wasn't hooked up yet at my new place. So I went back to my old place and sat in the dark to, so I could stream the fucking Ormo <laughs> finale. What, what was this? That's the, dedication. Th- that was like 2013, I believe. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that was a while ago. So yeah, I like sat in the dark to like <laughs> on the floor of like this empty apartment, like just trying to stream the fucking Ormo finale of because uh, they couldn't put those webisodes because yeah. they didn't release them. The studio wouldn't let them release the stuff yeah that was weird they they had to, to release it a little bit they released it on um crunchyroll right yes and uh, another a few other platforms but they were they were never the, those three episodes the final finale of oremo were never shown on yeah TV. so you went to a specific like special website to find them and they I went streamed... on crunchyroll oh it was crunchyroll crunchyroll uh streamed the webisodes as they came out yes mm-hmm. yes like and they did like live translations like at yep yeah. Yeah, they did. That they, was a big fucking deal. It was a huge fucking deal. It was like it was such a big deal that the streaming it was making it difficult for it to buffer because so many people were watching because so many people were invested like me in season and seeing how uh, Kyosuke ended up. Man, just really great show. Little sister fucker. <laughs> and then they did a season two of you know, little sister fucker. 
What the fuck are you talking about? Aero, uh, what was it? Aramanga Sensei? Yeah, that, that was one. was a terrible show. It was? Yeah, it was a really bad show. Uh, yeah. Well, in my opinion, it was a bad show. Uh, I didn't watch it because I didn't just, care to watch literally his just big little brother sister, fucking little sister. Porn. Yeah. But moving on from that, my last pick for this uh, year. I'm sorry. My last pick for this year is, funny enough, Isekai Quartet. Yeah. Fuck yeah. There you go. Uh. Yeah. That show ran away with my heart. I didn't think it was going to be that good. I knew it was going to be kind of funny. Like it was like a, it was almost like a skit type of thing. And uh, it was only 11 minutes per episode. But I have never laughed that hard in so many different times for shows since like the original Konosuba aired. It was so, like the dynamic between all the Isekai characters and everything like that and just how everyone talks and everyone's so less serious and the characters kind of bouncing off of each other and saying funny and amusing shit. They're all trying to like, yeah. get along. And no one's like trying to kill each other. Everyone's just kind of like living this life with each other. And it is so goddamn funny and it is so wonderful. And the Konosuba people steal every scene they're in because they're just so goddamn good. (laughs) Their writing is so good because they're so funny. Like, they're wonderful. And I absolutely love this show. It is such an easy watch and it feels like I wish they were longer. But in the same way, I don't like there's. It's just great. It's great. It's fucking it just, wonderful it, comedy. It it's, gives it gives it such a nice little charm. Like the the amount of time you have to enjoy this is just like I know I only have like eleven, like ten minutes left of this, but I'm gonna enjoy these eleven minutes of fucking hilarity. And there, <laughs> and there's great like inside jokes too that the characters have with each other from the original seasons and stuff that uh, the other characters I, don't I understand. Love, I love that kind of thing where you you pick up on references from having watched something else. Having fairly recently become a massive Trekkie, that's one of the things that I love about Star Trek, too, is you pick up on all the references from the other series. So whenever <laughs> that, that sort of thing enters into the anime, anime realm, I'm always happy to see oh, it. Oh, it's so good. And, and um, like, even all of those individual shows alone, like, there's, st- I think they're still worth a watch. You'd probably argue on Tanya the Evil. Tanya the Evil's all right. And, like... I think Tanya the Evil still only has one season and deserves a second season, in my opinion. And ReZero. Uh, yeah, ReZero. ReZero. ReZero does deserve a second season. They do. They really do. That's the only thing that'll my make eyes, it worthwhile as a fucking series. Audience, my eyes are rolling they re- really they released, they released a director's version of the... Yeah, director's cut. Yeah. Because the shit didn't make sense. <laughs> So did they cut it together to make sense? Yeah, I, think I don't fucking each, know. I didn't bother watching. I think, I if they each, added stuff in, it might make they, sense. They, if they, they took sh- stuff out, it will make less sure sense. They for sure added more stuff in. Yeah. They for sure did that. Yeah. Director's I, cut. They I, added more scenes for I sure. I think they said that it, every episode is like an hour now or something like that, Ooh. which is a lot. Oh, I kind of want or to go maybe watch I, this now. Or maybe I misread it all. I have no idea. Zero was such a mind... F- and for for such a show that we've that so many of us have hated... <laughs> That we've kind of universal, we talk about it a lot. Like for something that we claim to hate well, so much, well, it comes like, up a lot. I, I kind of look at it like Hitler. <laughs> like Hitler comes up in what? conversations. It okay. does. Like if, uh, my thing about ReZero though is, I wanted to love it. Like it drew me in. The characters were addictive. The episodes I just kept popping them like like candy. But at the same time, I was left unsatisfied at the end because nothing fucking made sense. <laughs> but if it did, I would have loved it. What was but the it letter didn't. about? No one knows. Nobody fucking knows. It's a letter that says nothing. It says <laughs> Who sent it? No one knows. <laughs> oh, you're going to love Bojack, the end of Bojack. I'm not going to tell you anything, but there's a letter. There's a oh, letter. boy. All right. But anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. Moving on. All right. Go on. So that's my final one. Jeff, let's hear what you got. 
Uh, okay, I think uh, we should transition to discussing best anime decade. I'll just drop one real quick recommendation for 2019 is um, Boogie Pop Never Laughs. Hmm. I don't know if it's something that's come up on your radar. I at saw all, but... I saw like a little uh, saw thumbnail for it, like from yeah, yeah. It's a basically a continuation of a one of my favorite series from back in the the late 90s or early 2000s, which is called Boogie Pop Phantom, which is almost a <clears throat> almost like a Twilight Zone of uh, an urban Japanese Twilight Zone. Like there's there's all these crazy stories that happen. Like there's this this uh this guy who um sees butter these butterflies these like that represent people's souls and he eats them and uh, and stuff like that. Just these all these bizarre, weird, supernatural things. Like you got hackers. You got this guy who eats the soul butterflies, you got all this other stuff, and then there's this mysterious character called Boogie Pop that kind of appears and she meets out justice to the people who need it. She's like this dark walker of the night that kind of, you know, interacts with all these weird characters from the Japanese underbelly. But anyway, Boogie Pop Never Laughs is, is another take on Boogie Pop Phantom. It's kind of a, a new set of stories. Uh, urban legends, that kind of thing about like the angel. Of, I think they call her the angel of death in in the new version. Hmm. But uh, definitely worth a watch, um, especially if you're a big fan of the original show. The original show is also worth a watch. So you're saying that this is your best show of the decade? No, or? no, 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 no. I just said I want. I didn't want to take oh, okay. too long on okay. it. So that, but that's my uh, okay. my first my first pick this year would definitely be Promise Neverland. But y'all were doing three. So I just want okay. to toss in my, my okay. third recommendation. Okay. Boogie Pop Never Laughs. Check it out. Check out Boogie Pop Phantom. Interesting. All it's right. Like Japanese Twilight Zone. All so right. so this is what the game's all about, folks. This is it. This is where we pick uh, three animes from this decade, from the last 10 years, that we feel are the best. The cream the crop. Motherfucking perfection chef's kiss. Chef's A plus. kiss moi. Triple S rated anime that bone we feel apple tits yes yeah bone apple tits this is gonna be so we gave each other a little while to really look over my list was like 20 long i had to really narrow it down to get to three and it's still i'm still like struggling because i'm stuck between two for my third but oh yeah i'm going I'm, me too. I'm going to have to make my decision once it comes to me yeah I'm, I'm, just, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do an honorable mention real quick no no you don't get to do honorable mentions. That we may as well i was thinking about that That's but then bullshit. we may as well just, have just picked no one. we no. may as well have just picked four then right? yeah yeah you might as well pick four no there are no honorable mentions you get three that's what you fucking I just, get i just thought it was a really good show yeah, I that's know. too bad yeah i, I feel be, the same way Alfonso. I, f- I had the same the the same thing i was like i got i got this one i gotta say something <laughs> but if we did that we may as well just pick four yeah and if we picked four well we may as well just pick five yeah All so, right, so you, whatever. No, I, is, I feel you man i'm, whatever. I, I'm hurting I, I too be there I, with you i'm hurting too but three is the pr- three is the number my like bro. we gotta cut it off we gotta cut it off I wasn't going to say much about it. I was just going to say mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm. So, uh, all right, fine. I guess I'll go. Yeah, yeah. Are you going with number three or number one first? Are you going down uh, or up? No, this Ooh. is this is not going to be sequential for me. Ooh. Okay. These are all just right. going to be... Th- I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that, too. Like, yeah. that's, uh, like they're all, all right, really good. All right. To me, in my opinion, these shows are worth a watch, are amazing. Um, in the last 10 years of your life, these are the shows you would recommend from those 10 years yes mm-hmm. and one of them is actually very very recent and one of them is actually from pretty much the start of the decade like i think it's like 
fall season 20, 2010 or something like that. Like that literally so on the, the dime because it says the show the show originated in two thousand ten uh twenty ten, and uh for me that is Star Driver. Ooh, wow, that is reaching back. Wow, there. yes, uh, you know what? Okay. I all right respectable choice respectable I absolutely love that show there like there have been that I don't think there has been a year where I've not gone back to see that show whether it's the beginning whether it's the end whether it's specific scenes where I just want to see something pretty where I want to see something awesome where where I just want to get lost in this in this world or I just want to forget about something. It's I always find myself going back to this show in particular because it's it it leaves so much mystery in the air because it's only had one season of twenty four to twenty six episodes, and each character is so memorable in my eyes that I could never forget how they look, how they act, how they talk, uh, what they do, how what they represent, and how they strive for their dreams in their own way for me i grew up watching this show i uh it is it has been sort of like the threshold of what i think amazing animation can be and how it should be um very colorful very 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 out there and amazing which is not who I am as a person. It's actually a be shown in mecha anime. You disagree correct. on that, Alfonso. You are amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate Aww. that. Don't talk um, bad about yourself. This is wonderful. <laughs> so, so I, I really enjoy it. And I was super surprised when I found out it was a be shown in like mech show. Because I did not think that I would like it. Fucking good ass show though. But I absolutely fell in love with it. And there, that world deserves so much more story and, uh, and more fleshing out for what it did. There you go. That's that's why I love it. I've spoken about the show way too many times for it to not be brought up again. And in, in my decade of the year, I mean, dec- uh, anime of the decade. Yeah, it's a respectable choice. Yeah, it's a respectable choice. I I I I could see that. I could totally see that as being why. Yeah, like your that's your jam. I remember when you like brought that show first to me. I thought. All right, I'll watch this. And I was like, this is pretty good. This is pretty, fuck, this is pretty fucking sweet. Holy shit. As it did for you, that show is very unique, and I don't think there's anything else like that out in the world. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Hmm. Uh, I'm like, I'm like so excited to talk more about it too. Like, that's how excited I am right now. Like, I, I, I just want to just burst in at the I'm, just, I'm I, like, I want to talk about it so much more, but I can't. I uh, go on. I'm sorry. All right, all right. So my first for the decade, I can't. I'm. I can't do this in sequential order. They're so good. I, I could never pick one over the other. Jesus. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Nisei Monogatari for my first one. Really? Yeah, Nisei Monogatari. I think that. Yeah. It's a uh, second season of Bakamonogatari. Um, Nisamonogatari is a uh, is only a few episodes long. I think it's only s- well, actually no, I think it's it's full season long. Excuse me, but that show, the art style of it, the characters, the movement, just the beauty of how it's drawn and the animation is some of the best I think in the history of anime in general. Movie over uh, music video or otherwise, it is the best and in my opinion, the highest bar animation can get as well as character movement and dialogue. I think it's a wonder to watch. I think I could always go back to it and watch it. It is timeless, and I love every second of the 
of all those episodes. I think they're great. There's a weird horror aspect to it that's kind of like a surrealist horror uh, show. And uh, it's really the juxtaposition between horror and lighthearted conversation between the characters and this supernatural kind of detective uh, plot that goes on with the main character, like investigating supernatural occurrences around him is excellent. And there is something wondrous and evil at the same time. It's almost kind of like sinister, childlike, uh, like curiosity. And that show for me is supreme in every way, shape, and form. Like there are, are there are no shows that meet it animation quality sin uh, wise that I can think of in all of the history that I've watched anime. Damn, that's, a, that's a high statement. Yeah, like I, I oh. it's. I just replaced somebody else in my spot right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I, I just thought of two other shows and I was like, fuck! I did that twice while you were I, I did that twice while you were talking. I was like, fuck. Oh god, fuck. Yeah, you're just like frantically scanning. You yeah. got the butcher the the metaphorical butcher knife is ready to chop down your list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so yeah, Nisamo guitar for me. Nisamo guitar. Jeff, what is your? Uh, give us one. All right, first one that comes to mind. All of yeah. these are, and this is we're talking best of the decade. So these all have to be just like life changing, like ones that I would put in my top, you know, five or ten shows ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one that I want to mention is probably going to be Steins Gate. Steins Gate is yeah. one of my all time favorite yeah. shows. Like, if you want to talk about time travel, not just time travel anime, but time travel fiction, that is the place to start. Just the exploration of just the different ways you can influence timelines. It has, you know, the whole concept of sending your memories back in time rather than, you know, your physical body was, I thought, was extremely interesting. And finding yourself as a past version of yourself that knows something different. And just all the different ways that the people, you know, the uh, the people are trying to control time travel. We're all, you know, maneuvering around each other. Uh, it had a great combination of comedy, silliness, and deadly seriousness. Just absolutely fantastic show. One of my favorites of all time. On the edge of my seat, constantly wondering what was going to happen next. Just released another season that was fucking just as good. Uh, so Steins Gate Zero. So have to recommend Steins Gate. If I am telling people anime they have to watch, that'll inevitably come on. I'm glad you picked it. I'm glad you picked it. You, you wanted it. I wanted to pick it so fucking badly. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you said it. Yeah, that's that. I could not leave that off. If my there was, that's one of my top if, five favorite anime. If there was time. a show that portrays you perfectly as a person in whole, I would say it's Steins Gate. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can definitely see it. You yeah. know, it's uh, it's about you know this this guy who views himself as a scientist. Well, I mean, he he ends up being quite a scientist, but he doesn't fit well into society. Um, he has kind of his own view of himself of the world, and he kind of assembles this little crew of people that hang out with him and. Just the uh the relationship he has with um with his friends and uh the challenging relationship he has with uh what's her face? I'm I'm blanking on her name. Uh Miami? Oh, uh Christina? Yes, Chris he calls her Christina, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the cha- the kind of relationship they have with each other where they they piss each other off so much but they'll <clears throat> challenge each other intellectually. Just like absolutely love that show. That's smart. My first one that I'm going to mention of the decade, Steins Gate. Oh, man, this is hard. I feel like we're laying down like buildings. 
Like we're we're picking up buildings and dropping them off our shoulders. Like it's like, hard. This is tough. This is tough. I said it. I said it. There's one down. That's a, that's a one weight Ooh. off my shoulders. All right. That that one. That the 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 die has been like rolled. All right. So that that's was it. not a hard choice for me to be on my list, though. That one had to go on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna preface it with a little bit of, a little bit of a. Uh, you gonna give us a little preamble? Yeah. So I wanted to pick. I wanted to pick this show. I really did because I love it. I really do love it. But it was the original that sold me on it and everything that preceded it. So I replaced it and I replaced it with something else that is very close to my heart. And I put so much time and effort into learning everything I could about this world. And it's Madaka Box. And wow. Wow. Wow is right. Wow. I said the same shit in my head. <laughs> wow. I said wow. it I said it real I was like Owen Wilson, wow. 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 I totally I totally wow. wow. Yeah, I know. I know. The I thought, last the last one's gonna be very obvious and you and you'll know why. Yeah. Now, sure. I uh I spent so much time watching this show. And waiting for the next episode for it, I would stay up in the middle of the night waiting for this episode to post on fucking, uh, what's it called? Anime season. Waiting, waiting for it. Uh, R.I.P. Anime season. The rest uh, in peace. Yeah. So uh, I waited for this moment. I waited for that episode to drop every time it came out. And I waited for it to come back out on Crunchyroll and watch it again on Crunchyroll. And I've I've read the manga from A to B, and it's completed. This show is done. It has every little bit of it. Oh, it's so good, and it's 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 sh- it's shown in. But the reason why I watched the show was not because of the titular character, but it was because of the character Zenkichi, who follows her. And the biggest thing about him uh, was that he was. He was a man amongst gods, and he spent years and years and years of his life to become the person that he wanted the titular character to be. But the way she expressed her love was not normal, but it wasn't like bad. It was, it was just like, I accept you for who you are, but I want to continue pushing you to be better. And he would rise to that occasion time and time and time again. And just following his story was just literally the best thing that I have experienced. And the way he grows as a character to become, you know, this man amongst gods is so utterly fantastic. And the anime was actually made in part by Gainax. So there's actually a lot of references to Gainax properties in the show. Which made the show that much better, but the but the manga itself did not have that reflection. But it was also just equally as good, and it's basically one to one, and it's so unbelievably crisp and amazing, and like the animation is so on point and it's unique, and I just oh, it's so good, so good. All right. Wow, I'm honestly like. I'm blown away because that is such an old title that I barely like. I remember you going on and on about that show for like two years, for like yeah. two years straight. You would talk to me about this fucking show, and I'd be like, "Oh, Madoka Box, right? Madoka Box, okay." Yeah, and I remember that was during a time where like 
mean you were kind of going through like a phase of Korean like manga. Yes. We would read a lot like M. Dal Young yep. and a lot of, like Freezing and some other stuff. And you came across Madaka Box while you were going through manga. And then you started telling me about it. And I tried reading it for a little while. And it didn't quite grasp, grab me. But then I saw the anime came out. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll, try, I'll just watch the anime. I never got around to watching the anime. Now I'm going to watch that anime probably this week. Yeah. To see what that's it like. It's, it's a root. Yeah. So oh, now I, I <laughs> this is tough. This is a tough one. So I want to say that. I, it's it's gotta be Usagi drop. Ooh, it's got, that's okay. one you've talked a lot about. It, it's yeah. gotta be Usagi drop. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised in the least. But yeah. go on. No, I know that. Like this was kind of one of my ones. I was gonna. I was like, no, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, th- this this show changed me to my like my soul. It changed my soul of who I was and how I perceived the world. And how I perceive parenting and uh, bringing up a child and who I want to be as a father in my life and who I want to be as an adult in my life and how I want to handle responsibilities as I get older and what I should view the world like or all those things and responsibilities in general to uh, the people who depend on you. This show affected me so deeply. I don't think I'll ever, I think the reverberations of this show upon me and who I am will go throughout my entire life. It is wonderful. It's a beautiful, happy show that is full of watercolor and not used at all. Like it, it uses watercolor only as its uh, color palette in the anime. And uh, there's beautiful music. It's got a beautiful story to it. Um, the show itself is absolutely wonderful um, just by itself. I know there's a lot of issues with the ending of the manga, but I would Which say this- we sh- had quite a debate about. Yes, um, but I would say the show is a perfect arc of this man going through um, becoming a single parent. And that story alone is worth a thousand times my pick in this decade. So I would, it is a beautiful, beautiful show that, like I said, affect me quite deeply. And I will never forget that is Usagi Drop. All right. I'm going to have to watch that one as well. Yeah. It's it's worth it. It's really worth it. It it truly is like, like, it's wonderful. I mean, it's hard to get a higher recommendation than putting on your end of the decade list. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I, I could not. Oh, oh man. This so, last one's gonna be fucking tough. So this last one probably might get switched for me too. So I think it's Jeff's turn. Right I know, now. I know, I know. I'm just I'm already changing that one in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is the best show that I've like and now I'm like, no, it's not. You better fucking make a decision, man. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. But the thing minutes. But the problem is is that I am so terrible with names of things that I can't remember it. And I think I know it, but I just can't spell it right. Ooh, well, you better figure it out. Oh, yeah, you, you, you better look your ass off. All right, Jeff, what so you got for us? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my next top of the decade. I'm gonna probably end with what I would, if I, if forced to, I might consider my, my, my top. So I'm gonna do my runner-up next, which would be School Live. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite shows of the decade, uh, obviously. One of my favorite. Wow, shows of school all time. life, huh? Damn. Okay, so one of the things I love about this show, I'm a so I'm a big fan of science fiction, huge fan of classic science fiction author, authors like Ray Bradbury and Philip K. Dick. And one of my favorite things that's a kind of a classic sci-fi element is this radical perspective shift, right? That's why why I love Black Mirror, The Twilight Zone, stuff like that. There's just this. You start off thinking a show is one thing, and then it radically shifts your expectations. And School Live does that constantly through the entire show. It's not just 
you know, yes, there's a massive twist that's revealed early on, but it's not just that. It's constant throughout the entire thing. You think you know what's going on. So you said... And then it radically shifts. You said School Live? School Live, yeah. That's yours? Yeah. Oh, man, that's... I'm sorry. I blanked out because I actually found it. So, but that is great. I'm so happy you picked that one. <laughs> yeah, School Live is one of my favorite anime of all time. When I recommend shows, and this is another one when I recommend shows for people to watch that I think, you know, if they don't have the greatest opinion of anime or whatever, I have a short list of shows I want to recommend that I think will change their opinion about the, the medium even. I would, I would recommend School Live that because it's just, it deals with mental illness, with, uh, you know, traumatic situations, how people deal with traumatic situations while also having this overarching hallucinations versus reality, what's really going on, you never really truly know. Um, just so many things about that show I love. It's short, too. It's like, I think, 12 episodes, and those 12 episodes are just packed front to back with great yeah. content. Yeah. There's not a bit of filler in that show. Yeah, I read the manga for all of that as well, and it goes yeah. past that, and I was hoping to see more because the manga really didn't catch up to the show at that point. So, uh, well, let me rephrase that. The 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 anime caught up to the manga at that point, and then yeah. there was a long hiatus. I don't know if it continued or not, but it was so long, I, I don't remember going back to it. Uh, I haven't read the manga, so I couldn't tell you. I, yeah. I, I want to check it out now, for sure. You should definitely the, do it. The show is definitely one of my favorites. And just the, uh, without getting too much into spoilers or anything like that, the style of it, too, the style of it changes based on what you think is happening. So it starts off like, oh, you think it's just this happy, you know, like shoujo show. And that's how it presents. It's got this happy opening theme. And then the perspective radically shifts and you see what it really is. Yeah. Fan fucking tastic. So that's, that's probably my runner up as well. That, that and Steins Gate are probably tied for my runner runners up. That brings it to you, my friends. Got our last round Ooh. going on. Oh man! Final picks for anime of the decade. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! So, all right. Like Scoob. Ruh row. Ruh row, Rocky. Okay. That was terrible. Edit okay. that out. It's <laughs> Never. Out, it? no. It's it's okay. It stays in. Oh, uh, fuck you guys. Fuck you all. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I'm a podcaster, not a voice. Life uh, is pain, Jerry. So life is pain, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so there, uh, I'm gonna preface this one too. So uh, give us the preamble. So, so the show I had picked originally, I absolutely love, and um, it have it has so much heart, so much soul. But now thinking about what I compared it to in Madaka Box, I would still choose Madaka Box over the show, over that show. So you pick Madaka Box again? No, I'm just <laughs> the <laughs> second Box season. Again. Madaka Box abnormal. That's that's all right. No, um, but uh, I think I think that uh, that show within its own right deserves its its merits because it is fantastic, but it's not done yet. Um, and I like to uh, I like to have that experience where everybody can experience a show all at once rather than something that's continuing. Um, but this other show uh, is very closely spelt to another show that I also thoroughly love and is so good because it's slice of, ah, it's so good. And but uh, this this show hit me specifically in the feels. And I will never forget it because the the growth of this character um, goes so beyond anything that I have seen in most shows while still be, being sort of uh, quirky in its own way and being 
uh, amazing and dealing with uh, his his problems in a certain way. So it's Barakamon. I don't think you introduced this to me, actually. I'm trying to remember. Uh, just to give you a little bit of backstory, Seshu Honda is actually a calligrapher. Oh my god! Yes! Yes. Yes! So, um, as a calligrapher, he goes into competitions and he earns money that way. I'm so happy you picked this. And um, he is a brat. So he gets really mad and he uh, confronts one of the judges at this contest saying, why didn't he get number one? Why so uh, he does something stupid and effectively gets himself pretty much erased from the world of calligraphy. Erased. Badoosh. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. No, it's, it's totally My fine. My pancreas. <laughs> it's totally fine. And um, he essentially gets shunned to another. So he basically goes off to find himself, to figure out what he wants to do. And he ends up on an island. And meets a, a child who uh, essentially becomes his friend over the period of the show. And it's so charming and so, so giving and nurturing as a show where it's, um, it, it makes me want to be that kind of person he ends up being. And, you know. gonna come down to this versus another one this show the show is called the devil's a part-timer ah good choice good choice i'm glad it got brought up the the devil's a part-timer is a show that is about um several it's a reverse isekai basically it is it really is fancy creatures coming to our world to live and live out their regular lives and it just so happens that the devil, the villain of a of a ruler in an, in a fantasy world, comes to our world and loses all of his powers and decides to work at McDonald's. And there's something so simple about that, and so like loving because he he doesn't because this type of work is so boring for like for you would think for someone to watch, but they're shenanigans. They're just the two characters that I I just can't tell you how much I love them and how much they make me laugh and how much it brings joy. For me to see the devil and his uh, what what was his? Do you remember the guy's name? Um, his roommate, like his follower. Uh, I I don't know. It was something real basic though. Yeah, I I don't remember his name offhand, but those two characters, I just love seeing them on the same screen together. And this show is originally what taught me about comedy and anime, what it could be, uh, mixed with slice of life, and it deals with like depression in some cases too, about loneliness and about um. Like the futility of working in uh, this kind of like low end job and how there's like no real future to it and things like that. And it, there's also like the supernatural aspect to it. But the supernatural thing is like the last thing I really watch it for. It's all about the characters' relationships with each other. And I just love this show. I always put it on whenever I feel like, man, I just, I just, I just want to relax and see some old friends. I always see turn the on the devil doing some just shovel work at McDonald's. Just using some magic to turn on the fucking French fryer because it's broken. Because he wants to get like he wants to be the top the top fucking store in the district because that's what he's after. Like <laughs> I, I always turn it on when I want to see some old friends. And I love that show very deeply. 
That's a great choice. That great was a choice. Part-timer. I'm glad it got brought up. I, I would agree. I think we're all kind of in that position of like, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I only had three, but I'm glad it got represented. Yeah. It, it kills me not to say what the other one is, but I'll leave that aside. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> okay. Final, uh, final, final best one? show of the decade. Final one, and one of my, uh, one of my top favorite shows of all time is Puella Magi Madoka Magica. I, knew it. <laughs> I think you fucking I knew it. it. I fucking That's knew it. One of my favorite shows of all time. Not surprised. And it's just such a masterpiece. I like, will say I'm surprised you didn't say another one I was thinking of, but continue. Okay, we can talk about we can talk about it later. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, Madoka Magica is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's just such a masterpiece. Um. Just from the whole idea of, like I said before, I love shows that are a subversion of expectations or yeah. or something. Another thing is just in all forms of art, right? Whether it be, you know, music or paintings or video games or books or whatever. I Completely love something, agree. Yeah, I love something that, that kind of makes use of the medium it's in, right? Like an example of that would be House of Leaves. It's not. It's a book that could only be a book. It's all. It's all about being a book. It makes you. It does crazy stuff with pages. It's got words written everywhere. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club does the same thing with video games. It messes around with the files on your computer. You have to literally go in and delete files off of it. There's it's like there's the a, characters are coming out at you. There's a book I absolutely li- love by uh, Clive Barker called uh, Mister Be Gone, and it's it's a, it's from the perspective of a of a demon who's possessed the book and is talking to you. Yeah, shit like that, exactly. Stuff that, like, breaks the fourth wall. Madoka Magica did this complete subversion of the magical girl genre. It It took anime and it completely changed it, turned it inside out and made it into something completely different that nonetheless explained everything. It was, like, a complete subversion and reimagining of the magical girl genre. To this like science fiction head fuck, like <laughs> you know you've got it. It kind of explains you know there's multiple realities. There's there's Cube who's kind of almost like the devil. Like you you fucking see him at first and you think oh he's and I'm going a little bit into spoiler territory here because this is you know ten years old at this point almost <laughs> a decade old. Mm-hmm. But you got fucking Cube who it turns out is part of this race of like super intelligent beings who are battling, you know, the forces of chaos in the universe, and they're using the energy that young girls create with their emotions, and they're using them up and throwing them out like trash, and they don't fucking care, because in their head, it's better from a, you know, from a perspective of the greater good to just throw them away and use them as resources to fight, like, the chaos of the universe, and it's just this whole reimagining of this genre as something completely different and twisted. Yeah. And it totally changes the genre, but totally explains it. And it's something that could not have been told any other way but an anime. It has to be an anime or a manga. I would agree. Yeah, it's all about... It's basically a subversion of and a satire of anime and manga, magical girl genres, but taken to another level. Yeah. It's... It's it, just a complete head fuck, and I love it. The way the way they did the animation in sort of like that that weird other world is so interesting, and it's like weird, and it really puts you off, but keeps you interested. Like the world that the witches create. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly. And it's it's so it's so not part of that world. But it's so good because it's not a part of that world. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it reminds me of, oh, God damn. It's like 
like a child cutting cutting collages from like weird like I don't know modern art and putting it together and making it and animating it and moving it sliding it everywhere and we oh man and it totally fits with what the witches are actually doing yeah and how they're kind of unraveling reality and things don't seem quite as real when you're in their world and just the way they take advantage the and number one, so you got these creatures like Cubay that take advantage of these young girls' desires and then use them in, as pawns in their battle. But at the same time, you don't know if they're even wrong to do that. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, it's a fight for the very existence of the universe they're waging. So it's, it doesn't really give you lots of easy answers. It just is another thing. You think things are like this, and you, slowly it's revealed more and more what's really going on. And it just fucks with your head in the best possible way. So that's one of my favorite shows of all time. Certainly my favorite pick of the decade. Puella Magia and Madoka Magica. Have to absolutely recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it. Absolutely love it. There we have it. There we have it. We we got it all out. Can can I say the ones that I wanted to pick? Just title. You can just say title. You can just say title. Title. I'll say I'll I'll say one or two that I that I really want to as well. Just title-wise. Just as our outro. As our outro, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so this has been Anime on the Rocks. Uh, We gave you our shows of our decade. We gave you our shows of 2019. And now we are slowly going to fade away while uh, talking about the shows we wish we could have told you. <laughs> our, honor, our honorable mentions. Our yeah, honorable mentions. Bye. Our right. cowardly Potatoes. fucking honorable mentions. God damn, man. The All right. There was so much. There All was right, so much. Don't, don't make a thing out of this. It was so much. All right. It was, it was, uh, it was um, Full Metal. Yeah. Full, full Metal Brotherhood. Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood. That I was going to pick, but I... Hmm, I uh, it was the original that sold it for me. Yeah, it was the original. I yeah. could, you can't go against the original. Don't make, don't make I'm this sorry, a thing. I'm sorry. And then there was, it was actually going to be My Hero Academia. It was, it's that good. That In good, my yeah. eyes, it's that good. All right, mm-hmm. just titles. Remember, it's titles. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, Grim, go for it. All right, uh, I would have to say definitely one of mine was uh, Konosuba. 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 That, that was me. another one for me too. Konosuba. I was I was struggling between Devil's Part Timer and Konosuba. I was going back and forth. I Could, really wanted forth. a. Co- I really forth, wanted a comedy forth. show. Yeah. Uh, the other one was uh, Dororo. 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 That, that was, was a great show. Yeah. I mean, I know we've we've talked about these lately, but Dororo just made such a huge impact on me, and I'm, I I still love that. I love that show. I'm really I surprised. I'm really surprised Noragami didn't show up on your list because it sh- it showed up on mine. Oh, it it did show up on my list. But it wasn't like there was just too many things. Oh, just right. too many things. All right, struggles that I had. Psychopath was one of them. I that, knew it. I knew Psychopath yeah, was a killer for you. Was just barely edged out. Psychopath is such an awesome show. <laughs> and then um, also, uh, I would have to probably said um, Promise Neverland was uh, definitely. Out I was one hundred percent when that wasn't your number one. I thought for sure that was your number one. I thought you were gonna push out Magica for Promise Neverland. Yeah, it was really close. I, Promise Neverland and Psychopaths were were two that I really wanted to say, but I, I was, just didn't have the room. I was fighting so hard for Parasite. Par- Parasite. I was, was fighting was on my list. Silver Spoon. I was. I was tempted on Silver Spoon. I was tempted. Silver Spoon. I was tempted. Yeah. You love that show that much. I thought that show was great. I. I thought, I thought that was the most realistic portrayal of real people doing real shit. Like, yes. Just w- living in a fucking like college dorm, learning how to be farmers. I thought that was great. The Silver Spoon. Oh fuck, that's the that I remember that. Show. I yeah, that. Silver. Yeah. Great show. That, Silver Spoon really was good. so good. It was. Uh, that was what that was called. Yeah, I know that. 
It was so good too, but the main character for me, the main character just didn't. All right. It didn't stick. It didn't stick with me. We'll see you later, Jeff. Yeah. Oh my God, Jeff! Thank <laughs> you for your list. It was amazing. Oh yeah. What's, oh my God. So so. No, you're good. So were so were you surprised by what I picked? Madaka box was a surprise for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope your phone got enough charge. I, it did. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this. All right, bye potatoes. Bye people. Bye people. Have a happy New Year's.